What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome in. This is LOTL, and this is episode 153. Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Northwest Group, the leader in branded home textiles, carries items from your favorite sports teams, movies, shows, and much more. Check them out at www.thenorthwest.com. Enter promo code LOTL for 25% off your order. Tonight's episode, we get everything caught up with Jimmy. Some uh, funny topics there for sure. Uh, After that, we play the March Madness game where Ryan, Jimmy, and Jordan test their knowledge on this year's NCAA tournament and the different teams. And after that, we get into UFC 260, Stipe versus Francis Ngannou. Go Stipe, hashtag and still. Uh, we talk Browns free agency, uh, get into a little bit of the key additions, um, the losses that we had and the guys that we brought back, um, as well as talk a little bit about this insane tweet about uh, Heisman bus that included Baker Mayfield. I got fired up about it. Uh, after that, we touched on the Cavs a little bit, but... Um, I give a review of Citizen Pie Roman Cafe on East 4th Street, and uh, we close out the episode after that. But let's get everything started with the Beer of the Week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Way tougher than I thought okay. it would be. <laughs> well, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, and ladies. Yes, and ladies. Well, I was, I was addressing... Pre- oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking to our wonderful listeners out no. there. No. No, I was actually just addressing us first. <laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, we're back. We are um, enjoying a very summery brew tonight. We tried... I went out and got the brand new, crush-worthy, low-cal citrus wheat. From Great Lakes Brewing Company. <laughs> We've been uh, kind of wanting to do this for a while. I finally found it at the wonderful Giant Eagle. Uh, so this is described as an ale with orange and lemon. Um, well, it's a citrus sweet or whatever. Uh, let me read the little description in the back, and then we'll kind of give our two cents. Do you believe in love at first sip? With a lightly filtered body and a sweet kiss of orange, it's more than a crush. It's your new main squeeze. Wow. Did a dad write that or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what are we what are we feeling, boys? Take another sip since I'm the only right. one on the podcast tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, just going to be a solo uh, Jordan yeah, episode. Psych. Just uh, it's just me tonight. Yeah. Our mics don't work. Um, oh, I guess I'm next to you, so I'll go. Yeah, yeah. go for it. I'm still making up my mind. Yeah, so uh, crush-worthy, low-cal citrus wheat, as Jordan already said. <laughs> just, uh, just, re- just, just go through the group. <laughs> <laughs> re- read the label. Yeah, I just wasn't listening to you. So, 105 no, cows, uh, 4% alcohol. You know what's so. interesting is uh, I didn't read the can, 
And obviously, again, I wasn't paying attention to Jordan, obviously. <laughs> but the first sip I took, I'm like, wow, I almost get more lemon than orange. Yeah. And then I look no, at the can, and I, yeah. it says ale with orange and lemon. I definitely, it's lemon it's, forward. It's, it's very, yeah. it's it's almost like a shandy. Yeah. I almost wonder if that's what they were going for, although I'm sure it's brewed very differently. But Yeah. Um, I am really enjoying this. Yeah. I, I, I like this. Dude, this... This is like a perfect summer beer. I, w- I would agree. Like, I mean, th- and it's, I mean, it's the whole idea is it's crushable or whatever. So, it's, oh, get it because <laughs> of the name. So yeah, this is exactly what you want. In, really uh, good. In only a summer beer. Only four percent, and uh, like so you, you said, one hundred five cows. You can you can cruise on these babies. You can huh, crush these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm a fan. Boo. I'm a fan. Um, so. <laughs> All right, so um, Dan just gave his two cents. Ryan, what are I we gotta, I got to rate it. Oh, yeah, get in oh there. I didn't know we were rating them already. Oh, yeah. yeah, we oh, can, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get, get up, do it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll, get, I'll get up into another sip. There it is. Uh, yeah, I really like this. This is definitely... I think I'm going to go 7-7 seven, seven with this Ooh, one. Okay. I really okay. like it. Uh, love the can art. Sure, Jimmy will give us two cents. Uh, it's it's one. Of, it's already one of my my favorite Great Lakes beers. Um, mm. there you go. Especially recently, but I mean, it'll, it'll never touch Grande's Lagos. No, that's like the that to me that's like the best beer. Is that, is that their Lakes. Mexican lager? No, well, this is a uh, well, yeah, from a while ago. Well, yeah. It so it was a limited release, and they they only brought it out once. And I've asked them numerous times, "Are you going to be bringing that back out?" And they're like, "No." It's crazy. They won't listen it's to that. Ridiculous. One, <laughs> one, one, Why one, wouldn't one, you yeah. listen to me? And I back them you up. Monsters. A, and I, as a Mexican, I've been there too. And I say, "Hey, <laughs> George, you guys did it as right." A Mexican. <laughs> you guys did it right. You guys did it right. And and they're like, "No, nah, we we don't." Yeah. Whatever. Well, I don't know what the what they you know they they're not going to tell us what the reason is, but. Um, I would like if Grande Lagos ever came back out, and if they I, canned it, I would buy like ten cases. Of yeah, it. no, I agree. Just because, like, like last time, it never. But anyway, this isn't Grande Lagos. No, um, Crushworthy is very good. Seven point seven. I would one hundred percent buy this again, uh, especially with the weather we had today. Probably, you know, the next time that I have people over or something for a cookout or something. Now that the weather's getting nicer, I'm definitely going to buy this. So awesome. Ryan, you're the picky one. I am picky. Yeah, I mean it's it's a beer. Um, no, I I would not go out of my way to get this again. I do. I what I what I will say is, no, I got nothing. I I was about to, I was about to say like would I do this over like some of my light beers or a seltzer? Like if I have a hundred calories, would I do this over a white claw? No. If I were to have a hundred, really? if I were to, oh yeah, I'd go with almost any flavor of white claw over this. I do. I Wait, would, I'm just curious why. That's fair because. If you're in like if you're in like a seltzer mood, I totally get yeah. that. Oh, I I would do a Mick Ultra instead. See, I'm a big Mick Ultra guy. Yeah, but I would do. I don't know, man. I, I just I'm just not. I'm not. You know. Remember, eh. he doesn't like Great Lakes. No, it has nothing to do with the brewery. <laughs> it has nothing. In fact, this can. We'll, we'll, let, just, we'll let Jimmy talk well, can just, in a minute. But like, I, this is one of the cooler cans from them too. I, I guess I'm just curious because like when I'm crushing Mick Ultras like on a summer day or whatever day, that word it again? doesn't matter. Um, like I do it because it's light. They're light, you know, and right. they, they t- I like the taste and, you know, you don't feel as bloated or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the same idea, but you, it tastes better. You know what I think I'm hung up on is when I like, 
when I want like a flavor of something, I want it like all the way turned up. Like I don't want. Okay. You're also a you're a sorry. you're a sour and a fruited ale yeah. guy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So like okay, I like that makes like a great, like, and it makes sense too with all like the crazy IPAs and all, yeah. I I fully understand like, that that style is not for okay. everybody. Okay. So for me, it's like when I see orange and lemon, I'm like, oh, really cool. I'm looking forward to whatever you know citrus punches is going to have, and it's just kind of like a a, a, wheat, a standard wheat ale. Not bad, not bad quality. I know that I've I've definitely maybe dogged Great Lakes a little bit. It's probably actually one of my um, better liked of theirs as well. It's just I wouldn't go out of my way to get this. Um, I I see the appeal. Easy to have several of these for sure, especially as the weather turns. Um, I'm just not going to go too far out of my way for it. So I would say I'll give it a I'll give it a six one. Rough. Uh, tough but fair. But I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> there we go. Hey, to, I mean, Ryan's one of our toughest critics, so. You know. I'm the Russian judge. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jimmy. I'm not saying this because he's my future brother-in-law. <laughs> hey. Uh, he read my mind, exactly pretty much everything he was saying. There we go. Including the score. I was thinking 6-1. Hand to God, I was thinking 6-1. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, especially when Ryan said when there's a flavor to it, I'm expecting all in on that flavor. And I didn't get that with this. I was expecting a lot of, a little more citrusy, maybe a little more lemon. Um, well, there's not, kind of, there, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but there's not, you're not going to find a single low-cal beer out there that's going to give you a full punch of flavor. And maybe that's why I don't like it, that Correct. it's low-cal beer. And there's like a weird aftertaste to me, I think. And um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's okay. I wouldn't go out of my like, way to buy it again. Like remember Jim Day? Uh, from platform that mm-hmm. local IPA. That had more flavor I, I didn't than like this. that one. Right. I didn't like that really? one. But it was but it was the same deal. Like it's not it, it, it tasted like an IPA that was like cut in half. Yeah, but the the problem with that one is like if I'm gonna get the flavor of an IPA, it better be like a regular IPA because I don't want some weird yeah aftertasty fake IPA. Yeah. And I guess this is a bad example because this isn't an IPA, but it, but they're no, both but low I, under, I, I understand. It's the new trend where you're trying and like, to get yeah, low cal. You're not gonna get full flavor on anything. Right. That's true. I, mean, I don't. I, can't. I don't hate it, and I wouldn't go out of my way to get it again. But if you put it in front of me, like right yeah. now, and you're like, "Here you go, I'll drink it." Yeah, I'm gonna finish it. Please, yeah, Jimmy, you're course. 22. You'll drink yeah. anything, <laughs> right? You'll still drink <laughs> natties, sure. probably. 23 in a week. Mm. Um, no, you're past the natty. 23 past, in a week. Past. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the days of the podcast where I didn't do beer of the week? Yeah. Wink, um, wink. Right. Yeah. Right. Remember so that first, that first yeah, that first year of the podcast, you never, you hadn't drank a sip of alcohol. Ever I had yet. no idea what you guys were talking about. Yeah. I had no idea what these beers no were. Yeah, you didn't even know what beer. Yeah, was. we would bring you apple juice. <laughs> I was like, what, what's an IPA in a sippy cup? <laughs> I'd bring coffee. But anyways, I'm not going to copy the six one. Swear to God, I was going to say six one. <laughs> I'll give it a six three. All right, six three. Okay, Jordan, did you rate it? I don't think you did. I yet. didn't rate it yet. I uh, haven't even fully finished my <coughs> description yet i Elaborate. love this beer I, I agree with dan this is agreed this is very good this is a very tasty uh beer great lakes has put out a lot of new stuff in recent years um and i have been a big fan of almost everything they put out i just think they're doing a really good job of expanding uh their horizons you, you know they've been more the traditional i mean they're the flagship in the city and they've always been very traditional for a long time classic they didn't do a ton of new stuff but uh this is just one of many new beers they put out and i'm a huge fan it's so summery it just tastes like summer 
Oh, 100%. not even spring, summer. It's just yeah. summer. Summer um, vibes. Exactly. I would buy this again. Uh, I plan to buy this many times as long as it's available this summer, spring. Um, I would rank it. Whew. What did you give it, Dan? I don't. Remember. I gave it a seven seven. Oh, that's tough. I really liked I it. I was I was thinking around there. Seven seven for me is high. Um. Mm-hmm. Let me do. Let me do. Seven seven point eight. I'm gonna Ooh, be. I'm gonna be. That he's way. a one upsman. One up. I'm gonna one up. I'm gonna one up. I'm gonna one up. I couldn't. I couldn't tie. But I had. I. I. You know. I genuinely like this beer. Um. We'll go with seven point eight. I would 100 percent buy this again. I highly recommend it. Jimmy, you didn't say what. Uh, did you say what you thought of the can art? Oh no, I did not. I like it. The one thing I hate. Uh oh. Is the yellow? I know it's subtle. They probably oh, did this I on purpose. The shapes like that the are yellow marks. on the white bat. Yeah, I hate that. It kind of looks like it's almost dirty or something. Yeah. Like like, <laughs> I, no, you know what I mean. Like, I'm sure like they like... they thought about that, and you know, they're like, you're whatever. dirty, Jordan. Mm. But I do like the crushworthy <laughs> logo. Very cool. Kind of like, like uh, I don't know, spray paint or something like that. Inception. It's kind of got that um, <laughs> like American traditional tattoo kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, exactly. Or Ed Hardy. Or the, was it? the Ed script, Hardy, yeah, yeah. Hardy, yeah. The script and the banner with it's the arrow point. going through the like the heart shaped citrus. Yeah, it's a cool logo. I only knocked right. the background. Well, you know, that was Beer of the week, folks. Um, Nicely done. It's Thank available Jordan. in pretty much most stores where you can buy beer. So we love you, Great Lakes. Yeah, me and Dan at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Jimmy, I feel Time like to get probably, we haven't got caught like, up in I feel a like, while. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like you have some stuff for we us. Have got, we have had guests like the last three weeks. Yeah, I know. How's it going, guys? It's been what a while. up? Oh yeah, Good. Jimmy hasn't been on the mic in a while. <laughs> hey, buddy. Mostly just yelling from the couch. Hello, Jimmy. Hello. <laughs> All right, so let's get caught up. Let's get right into it. All right, I'm sure we've heard about the story. It's not local. This podcaster, I'm on his Twitter, father, writer, only person to debate at Oxford and perform at the gathering of the Juggalos, talking cheap podcast, buy my memoir, Kanye West owes me $300. His name's Jensen Carp, and he tweeted a photo of an open bag of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, oh God, this! <laughs> and he said, why are there shrimp tails in my cereal? Oh. This is not a bit, and there are shrimp tails <coughs> in the bag of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. How does that even happen? What would you guys do if this happened? Like this Has anything be, like this happened like to you ever in restaurant? Like with their hair? I mean, ha- I I mean have, hair, yes. The, the worst thing it's that's worst. happened to me at Chipotle, I had a pebble in my burrito. And <laughs> I pebble? reported it. And this is actually real Sure, quick. it wasn't just an overdone grain no, of rice? No, no, it was a pebble. <laughs> I know it's a pebble because I said, hey, guys, I found this in my burrito. <laughs> and this is what pissed me off. The girl was like, oh, yeah, that's a pebble. That happens because that's in the rice sometimes. And I was like, <laughs> Okay. Well, I could have swallowed a pebble, and she's like, "Yeah, what would tooth. you like? Would you like a free burrito?" Or I'm like, "I, I was like, okay." I was so nonchalant I, I, about I it. I went ahead and took a free burrito next time, but I was like, "Don't like that." Yeah. it was just too. <laughs> it was just too nonchalant. I get it. Like, right. I've read about this with rice set. There's things like that. Yeah. But like, oh, there's was, like that was there's, a little too carefree of a response. There's like, it was the, a, yeah. the FDA has like an acceptable amount of like insects mm. parts. Per pound oh, that, of like various food about groups. That. Oh, this oh. is just two yeah. shrimps tails. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, where's that on that spectrum? Yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. I feel like it's. I feel like we should be accepting of a couple shrimp tails in our cinnamon. I would toast freak out. Toast I'm not. Crunch. Yeah, I'm not crazy about shrimp, and so like the idea. <laughs> and like, oh, I love shrimp. Think about. 
how entirely unrelated. It's not even just like this was like a different type of cereal got mixed in or a different, you know, like candies in like a candy factory and like something went screw and you got like a, I don't know, the candies that were mixed up. Like this is, these are so wildly different. And this whole saga played out, correct, over like an entire day. Like this oh, guy yeah. went back and it's forth. Trending like, on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> with cinnamon. Like, and it's a, I saw somebody who was like, why did it have to be Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Because that, that's also, that's one of my favorite cereals. E News reported about it. Breaking down the debacle between Jensen <laughs> oh, Carp and Cinnamon I was Toast Crunch. The radio show I listened to in the morning was talking about it. Like everybody was talking about it. Oh, that's crazy. I, I was just like, like, I was like, again, this, this is that, not like, a bit. Because like, like, your example with the pebble, like, it's understandable. Like, that can happen. Yeah. And then intern Billy Football from. Uh, Barstool Sports, part of my take. He said, I don't care. Still eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Statistically, it is now less likely I find shrimp in my box. True. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's I, one I way just, to look at it. I, I'm just trying to think of how this could happen. Uh, you almost have to wonder, and this is probably the grossest uh, option. I'm sure there's an explanation, but was an employee in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch factory just eating shrimp, shrimp. And, like, while they were on the line? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Or it was like a disgruntled employee that's like, I'll show them. Let me just drop my <laughs> shrimp uh, tails I had for dinner last night Oof. into the, Oof. into a bag. <laughs> I don't. I, honestly, I don't know. What, you what are, you, are you looking at, at it? Oh. I'll tell you off air. Oh. <laughs> it got a snort. <laughs> Dan, have you seen the shrimp picture? Yes. Okay. <laughs> With the cinnamon toast crunch? Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw the right. pictures. No, I, no, I was asking. Actually, have you ever seen shrimp before? Oh, no, I've never seen shrimp before. <laughs> oh my god, it's just so bad. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I, I you know what? I bet this does. I bet you it's. What if, are you guys looking at? If we were to see tweets like the shenanigans that went down in the places like where food are, is like prepared and like packaged uh, up like that, we would probably be very upset. I worked in the restaurant industry yeah. for 10 years. I, I mean, I worked at Panera for, for a few yeah. years. I can tell you some terrible things about that place, and that's just a glimpse. Like uh, the way, well, like, other than the fact that it's ridiculously overpriced. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, it's 100% right. overpriced. Actually, that, but, that bothers but people me still more go than back. any shenanigans that would happen. But, yeah, but they're not going away. They're, right, people will continue well, to go pay for it. I have a fear. This is very random. I have a fear of eating salads in New York City. Because the last time I was in New York City, very I bought a salad, year. and the fattest ass grub I've ever <laughs> oh, seen no. was, was in my salad. And it was oh, half, and it was cut in half. And I didn't oh, cut my salad in half. I was, oh, so yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, great, I probably ate the other Did half. Did they think you were Timon and Pumbaa? Like, I, what is... I, 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 well, I extra felt... Tastes like chicken. I was like yeah. instantly sick feeling, and I walked my salad up, and I was like, the, I, they just gave me my money back, and I didn't eat for hours after that. <laughs> but like, yeah. I mean, a little extra protein for you. Hey, now. I mean, I've heard that like... <laughs> hey, how do you think Simba got some, so big and strong? Well, yeah, and there are some cultures that eat grubs. I'm not yeah. of one of those cultures. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what's gotten really popular? Or not gotten really popular, actually. Oh, crickets? Um, yeah, cricket protein. Chocolate so crickets? People are... Well, yeah, I've, I've seen like flavored or covered things but the flour you can make like a pseudo flour and you can use it to bake so, so it's literally just pulverized crickets Mexican culture actually in, 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 uses types of worms mm-hmm. they're, they're not like tapeworms they're so like, you are of one of these cultures I am but I do not I don't I, this is a part of Mexican culture I don't claim um, anyways they're called and they, they grind them into salsa sometimes and they do uh, crickets and grass like, uh, in Jalisco I believe in Jalisco uh, the state of Jalisco it's very common to eat mm-hmm. crickets or grasshoppers one of the two they put all the little Mexican seasonings. Look, if it wasn't for the heads, I'd be all about it because it's kind of like shrimp. But I just look at the head and it just grows. Well, like, yeah. think you probably wouldn't eat chicken if it, if the head came on it. Right. Yeah. And, like we're not supposed to eat shrimp heads, so <laughs> why would I eat a cricket yeah. head? 
Well, you taste. know, like you ever do like a crawfish boil? Like you oh, just absolutely. Yeah, you just pop the head off. Yeah, so, you like, don't eat that. You, well, you yeah, suck the you little. You suck the head. Yeah. Right. When yeah. are you gonna do a crawfish boil? Do you know like what you're sucking if out you of there? Can by find the way, live crawdads. Then those are literally like sea cockroaches, and you're sucking the juices out of its. You know what? Skull. Those are some tasty ass cockroaches. I'm just saying, consistency. I, fair, <laughs> fair, but I think we can all agree that we don't want to find that in our cinnamon That's toast crunch. That oh is God. true because it's it's the matter of the expecting. <laughs> it's like if that is funny, yeah. Like if you, you guys, we're not you, we're not uh, video podcasting yet. Uh, look for that soon. Yeah, but we'll, we'll uh, you guys that. can't hear why we're laughing. <laughs> yeah, we found a I funny don't know. meme. Yeah, this was a uh, this was a MMA. A, a MMA. MMA. We'll, we'll get to MMA in a little while. <laughs> I don't know why, but whenever people say, <laughs> "All right, that was so that was our first. That was uh, quite the rabbit hole topic. we just went down. What's next? What a great topic! <laughs> wow. All right, the NFL draft's coming to Cleveland officially. It's in person. People Let's were scared go. it was going to be all virtual, but nope, <coughs> it's in person. And there's kind the of NFL some weird power through. Yeah, there's kind of some. It's a weird setup, but you can be downtown and in person for yep. this. This is going to be. Absolutely enormous for the downtown economy and the yeah. restaurant business. There's, there's too much money to be made for all parties note, involved. There's a lot of opportunities to get your vaccine right now in the city, and apparently the NFL is going to favor or give you better access so if you be have a, the vaccine. Yeah, there will be a so. se- there will be a section closest to the stage where yeah. for only vaccinated uh, people. So if you're if you're a big fan, might want to check out some of those yeah. sites. If you don't want to wear your mask, actually, I think they're probably still. You probably still have to wear your mask. They're probably still encouraging people to wear masks, but um, yeah, if you want to get up close and personal on stage, get your vaccine. That's a that's a non political statement. All right, we'll we'll move on, kind of segue. Wait, we're we're gonna talk more about this though, right? You want? Yeah, Yeah. okay, we cover it later, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. just a little teaser. So stay tuned. Teaser. Um, (laughs) Kind of segue off the the vaccine thing. Krispy Kreme said today <laughs> we'd like to show sweet support to those who have received the COVID-19 vaccine yeah. starting today bring your vaccine card sweet to a Krispy Kreme shop and get one free original glazed donut trade in your vaccine for some diabetes yeah, you know what Twitter this is Twitter had a field day with this <clears throat> yeah Twitter yeah oh, I yeah. saw that too you know this is the like adult version of bring your report card to Chuck E. Cheese's then yeah, you get an extra true. five tokens yeah here <laughs> if you guys are good boys and girls we'll give oh. you some extra credits I'm glad you brought this up because there's a local twist kind of based off of this. Market Garden's offering, in honor of both people getting oh, the yeah. vaccine and 10-cent beer night, if you bring proof of your vaccination, they will give you a 10-cent beer. Yep. There you go. And then Cleveland movie theaters are doing the same with popcorn. Mm. That, like, How much longer do we think movie theaters are going to be around? Like, I, Let's be honest. The fact I, that they're coming back I think, after COVID. I, I thought they were going to be dead and buried because of COVID. But the fact that they're coming back. I really think it's are there is there going to be a way to convince young people that you need that movie experience because when I was a kid up until a few years ago that was everything like going to the midnight release of the Dark Knight trilogy mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. Marvel like there isn't really any mind-boggling or huge trilogy out right now so like they're like I don't know like people Just are in the comfort of their home can watch whatever movie right right I don't know well I don't know so. There's going to be a crap ton of movies coming out in the next year because no, right. no, uh, they've delayed no, so many uh, cinema or whatever have put out any movies in the last twelve months, except for Tenet and well, yeah, that was kind of forced. Well, wasn't that also released digitally? Yes, yeah, yeah. See, I think that's going to stop. They're going to stop releasing uh, things digitally, mm-hmm. like as they come out. In so to answer your question, I think 
that might kind of kickstart yeah. it again. I don't know. But yeah. the crazy thing is, like, the MCU universe is nearing its end in some ways. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. Is it still they're going? They're transitioning. Yeah, they're, yeah. I mean, they're, because, doing, like, they're uh, doing a ton of their shows, but they're going to have, like, a whole other round. Because Wait, had, uh, had the pand- the reason why I bring that had the pandemic hit in, like, 2012, like... Well, Black Widow's I, coming out this year. That's going to yeah, be... Yeah, I mean, Black, but Black Widow compared to, like... The Avengers movies well, right. is like, you know. No, I mean, they've got a whole new phase. I forget. Are they in phase yeah. four or five now? I, for, I, I forget no, what phase. I, I'm a big Marvel dark. I, sh- I should know after this. Endgame, so I don't know. Um, and, yeah, uh, I don't know. How do we get on this time? Yeah, that's know. my fault. Movie theaters. It's because we're, we're crushing oh, donuts. Yeah, donuts. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Welcome to America. I'm not. I mean, I'm not Doug mad nuts. about when I. I'm going to be one of the last people vaccinated, not because I don't want to, just because like age group, you know, health. Hey, I have no pre-existing condition. You can six, get it now. Six days away, and we can. Well, just because no, you're no, DeWine officially. It's, well, he's, you can get the the leftover ones, 29th. so you're not guaranteed. No, it's oh, the yeah. 29th. We can all get it. Whenever. No, yeah. he no, he came out and said anybody 16 years and older can get it. Now that's the 29th. a 29. No, he now he, they they sped it up again. He announced this like two days ago. No, no, but yeah, that's right. that was only leftover vaccinations. So like you can go, and if they have they have like if they have their quota for the day, and if there's any leftover, you can get those. But I tried signing up. You can't if you're. Oh, okay. It's saying, yeah, yeah, if slots are available. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, Yeah. that's what it was. So, yeah, you can go see if they're available, and they probably will be. Yeah, I don't. Well, yeah, but just because, yeah, just because on the 29th we're allegedly allowed. You still have to go fight like hell to find a spot, right? right. You know, which is why I'm not. Ju- I'm the 29th, and we go. Oh my God, I'm gonna get my vaccine. Yeah, it's a class registration. Yeah. Uh, only I'm not nearly as panicked. I heard CSU is a place to go. Wolstein Center. Go sound. I, I know yeah. some people that have nothing but good things to say about how they handled yeah. it downtown. A lot so. of my coworkers who are over 40 have loved it. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, Anyhow. well, if we can get that uh, wrapped up, we might have some draft uh, draft funsies in our future. Oh, I'm going without the vaccine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go raw dog <laughs> draft. <laughs> Good God, Ryan. What a Just term. Good lord. Wow. <laughs> just you can go there without being vaccinated. No, that's true. You just can't go. I'm it's just like going to a restaurant with a mask. Like it's not any <laughs> different. Yeah. I'm I, going to go there. I might actually go to CSU tomorrow and see if there's any leftovers. Yeah, might as well. Worth it's in your arm, like some, <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's like a, yeah, you it's got any more? Like he needs a fix. Like it's a, <laughs> what are you withdrawing? Oh, I man. just need that COVID shot every week, man. Need <laughs> anyway. And that's the catch-up. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. That had to have been one of the most, like... All over the place. All over the place. Yeah, exactly. All right, who wants to play a game? <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> I, uh, I, do. I, I was going to play the March Madness theme, but I, I feel like we get sued if I did, so I'm not going to. Yeah, um, go. Anybody know how to hum it? All right, cool. All right, let's play a game. Let's let's see how you guys how well you guys know your NCAA tournament teams. How do you guys think you're gonna do? I say, listen, I say Ohio State. Jordan says Buckeyes. Okay. Get it? Okay. Okay. So mascot. I'm gonna give you a school. You Kay. have to give me their nickname. Who wants to go first? Or actually, we'll we'll do it how I have it listed. So Ryan's gonna go first. Oh, good. Okay. okay. Uh, each each uh, you're each gonna have five. Okay. Because I don't want this to go for half an hour, but I wanted to play this game. <laughs> and 
your first four I deem to be pretty easy. I'm giving you some layups. Dude, I don't know college ball. I'm, you know, I, I mean, you know colleges though, right? Like the some. last one is going to be <laughs> yeah, the tough one. Point. Those are worth two points, and the person that has the most points at the end of uh, the game, I will buy a round for them at a brewery. Okay. All right, Jordan's obviously not going first. <laughs> yeah, I think all well, you said. I'm all right, right, Ryan. Yeah, here we go. Again, I say school. I say you say their nickname. Mascot slash nickname. Yeah, got it. Texas Tech. Mm. Oh come on, Ryan. Hang on. I don't even know. Texas Tech. It's um. It's the double T. Don't say it. It's uh. Are they the Red Raiders? Ding. Hey. There we go. All I right. don't have a ding. Sound I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so here. It's one of those things where it's like if someone says "quick two plus two, and you're like, "Oh, oh shut up!" Ah, fine. Like you know it, but you just kind of like, "Dude, chill out." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Relax. Let's, let's see if I can one. find one. Let's see if hey. I can find one. I was goofing. I was mixing up with A and M. I was All thinking right. Aggies. All right, oh. first Ryan's one for one. All right, one Jimmy, one. Virginia Tech. Oh, I got this one too. The, see, they're the not that hard. Not that hard. Actually, I think I'm mixing it up with Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hokies. What? There it is. Wait, what? Yeah. Yep. You pull that out of your ass? Wow. <laughs> hey, hey, you got a ding. Nice job. I was about to say Mountaineers, so that's how close that's I That's West Virginia. That's, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's wait, let me see. All right, um, that's not my list. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Yes, sir. Arkansas. Oh, Razorbacks. No. Oh. They're a big 12 team. Hey, by Whoa. the way, uh, quick. Are they uh, still in it? I no. don't know. On the women's side, they're definitely not. Shout out to the Wright State Raiders women's basketball team. Damn, uh, that was one of yours. I'm you went <laughs> they, to school there. <laughs> they upset. They were a 13 seed and upset Arkansas for the programs, the women's programs, uh, first ever NCAA tournament win. So, congrats, Wright State. Uh, congrats. All right, so everybody's one for one. Round two. <laughs> Dan's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Shout out. Right State. Right State. Left State. All right. Nice. <laughs> All right. This is a this is a friggin' layup. If you don't get this, oh man, Tennessee, Tennessee. Oh, volunteers. <laughs> whiskeys. Panicked. Whiskeys. Did you say the whiskeys? All right, Ryan's two for two. Should See, you guys be. are better at this than I thought. Man, maybe I should have gone harder. Uh, not me. Uh, Jimmy, Houston. Oh, oh come on, Jimmy. Come on. Jimmy. <laughs> oh, no, I don't even know. I'm not even a start. fan, and I know this one. I don't know. I swear to God, don't Can know. I get bonus points for getting hit? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Wait, you're not. So you're no. Yeah, I give up. You, I can't even. All you, stars. Are you 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 no. dating all stars? <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Are you are, 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 yeah, are you dating an older woman? Huh? <laughs> no, no, you're not getting no. that. No. <laughs> Come on, you got it. No, no, he did not. No, that is that, that is, sounds familiar. Nope. It is Cougars. It is Cougars. So. Yeah. All right, Jordan. Yes. Another Damn. layup here. Okay. Georgia Tech. Oh, oh. I think Jimmy knows this it's one. It's an insect. No? You don't know this? No. Oh, my God. You I don't know, this, know don't anything. You? Okay. Oh, my God. It's an insect. You want to do UFC fighters by weight class? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I'll give you one to, one to ten each weight class. No, you would be you would be the moderator <laughs> like I am for this. Oh, this is so frustrating. I believe it's an insect. I'm going to go with hornets. Nope. Okay. <laughs> you were what close. The Yellow Jackets. Oh! Yep. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so two for two, one for two, one for two. Ryan. Yes. Georgetown. Hoyas. Dude, Ryan's 
killing. I should have given you harder ones. Right. <laughs> These are easy. Would you would you have gotten Hoyas for Georgetown? Yeah. Why do you have your in your hand? <laughs> it feels like a game show. <laughs> <So> no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Only feels right. Villanova. Wildcats. Well done, well done. Very good, very good. All right, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Oregon State. Beavers. <laughs> Damn it, this was too easy. There we go. I mean, no, All right, I, you're, you're listing some big schools. So yeah. I know, but I didn't want to make this like the, la- the last one, though. <laughs> Those are going to be some I think it, I think if, if Ryan gets this Michigan. round, if Ryan gets this round, he's going to win because he hasn't missed yet. All oh. pressure. Okay. Wisconsin. Oh, come. Wait, seriously? Not yeah. fair. Oh, yeah, Badgers. <laughs> Dude, they've all been easy so far. <laughs> yeah, not as easy as that one. That first one had Please. me shook. A Big Ten school. I gave you Georgia Tech. <laughs> I, ACC. Ge- Georgia Tech isn't like Georgia the Tech biggest is a, school. Ge- Georgia Tech is a, is, a, is a college basketball powerhouse. College baseball powerhouse, powerhouse too. is a little strong, but. <laughs> Maybe not. I'll tell you what, this is way more fun holding it like this. <laughs> Wait, should we all do this? All right. Try it. So, so you're going to. Yours is... You can't get it out. Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> you have to detach. Jimmy. Yep, go ahead. Wichita State. Oh. I can see the logo. <laughs> he knows it. I think he knows it. Shockers. There you go. Damn it. I ding, ding, ding. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All oh. right, so... Yeah, I remember. Three for three. Mm-hmm. I can see the logo. Two okay. for three. Yeah. Two for three. Okay. All right. Wait. No. no, four. Three for four, four. 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 Three for four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How many? Have you I'm gotten? Just, he's on his fourth. Oh wait, didn't I? Yeah, you're on your fourth. But I I, I missed the last one, right? Yeah. So you're you're two for three. <sighs> so okay. and and uh, I'm just realizing uh, this now. Uh, I don't want to hear you bitch about Wisconsin anymore because your fourth one is UCLA. Oh, Bruins. <laughs> 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 All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Round five. Let's see you. Let's see you clowns get these. Ryan, uh-huh. this is for two points. Uh-huh. Loyola, Chicago. I knew it was going to be one of these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually don't know that one, even though I should. Told you, these are two points. They're yeah, right. these are definitely. Get off your laptop, Jordan. This one doesn't matter yeah. for him. Oh. Okay. I see. There's like a thousand-year-old nun who's like their mascot. <laughs> Sister Jeans. <laughs> yeah. Could it, Fighting Sister Jeans. Yeah. Missed it by 900 years. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take a couple hundred years. Oh, man. I don't think I'm going to get this one. I can, I can, I can see their colors. Man, I got nothing even. Um, yeah, I got, I got nothing. I Just keep, you know what I keep picturing is the UM, I keep seeing the UMBC, the Maryland, the, the team that upset Virginia. I keep seeing that like little retriever logo, but that's not right. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's Maryland, uh, Baltimore County. Yeah, that's, I, I got nothing, man. Not it, even a guess. Not even a guess. No idea. Womp. The Ramblers. No, uh, I would have never guessed. Yeah, I was not going to get that. <laughs> uh, Jimmy. Yes. Oral Roberts. Oh. <laughs> They, they they beat the Buckeyes. Yeah, I know. I have my cursor over the buzzer. Is it a mammal? <laughs> Is it a mammal? <laughs> mammal. I I don't know. Guess. Jayhawks. You're not far off. It's a bird. Wow. Golden Eagles. Oh. Never. Is it great. Cra- it's not his. Creighton's okay. the Creighton's the Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Yeah, they're Blue Jays. Yeah. yeah. 
and Kansas are the Jayhawks. I don't think I would have gotten any of these. All right, Jordan. Uh-oh. So, wait. Ryan has four. Mm-hmm. You got three. I'm three for five. And I'm three for four. You can win if you get this. I can win? Yes, because he has four. Because I only got four. So, okay. if you get your five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Get your two-pointer. Where we beat Grand five. Canyon. Oh, no. <laughs> They're the purple team. <laughs> there's a lot of purple teams. Yeah, in there's the a couple. No, I know, but they're like, it's got to be something stupid. It's either like obvious or it's like a mammal. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> obvious or a mammal. Nice distinction. Let's see here. <laughs> I'm. R.I.P. This Alex is so stupid, but I'm going to go with Mountaineers. That, that was my guess. He says Mountaineers. I say... Nope. Oh, Show me it? the beer. What is it? What is it? What is it? Antelopes. Ow! Oh, God. <laughs> a man. Like I said, a mammal. I feel like... It's either obvious or it's a mammal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, yeah, you were not actually wrong uh, about that. All right. Well, there we go. So I also had to. We didn't have a tie, but let's just do some tiebreakers for fun. Extra sure. credit. Let's do it. Let's do it. Huh? Let's do it. Extra, Extra credit. credit. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so this is whoever gives me the answer first. All right. Oh, Drake, Which not the rapper. Drake. Uh, they're blue. Are they even in the dragons? I don't need the colors. Are they the dragons? I don't need the colors. <laughs> Tigers. <laughs> Owls. Midshipmen. <laughs> Midshipmen. They're the Bulldogs. Commodores. Wow. What? The All right. Bulldogs. Jordan, you might be able to Spiders. get this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. North Texas. Green Wave. I actually don't know that. I thought it was a Green Wave. So mean Green? <laughs> mean Green? Mean Green. He got it. There we go. All right. <laughs> it took me one. Wait, can he do that? He can't. <laughs> can <laughs> I don't he think it was for points. The, oh. <laughs> Clearly I knew it was Green. Right, it was, last one. It was Green something. Liberty. Uh, Eagle Bell. Uh, nope. No? Um, uh, I thought it was flames. Bells. Flames. I think it was flames. Wait, right? let me hold on, computer. Ooh. Wait, they're the Liberty Flames. The Flames. Mm-hmm. They are. Oh. They are indeed the Flames. I thought they were the Eagles. All right, guys. <laughs> thanks for playing <laughs> March Madness. We'll see you next week on L O T O. I like Jimmy. I like that game. We should do this more often. We I should. I come up with a little game. Yes. <laughs> UFC next week. It doesn't have to be every week, but like yeah. maybe next next time we do it, one of you guys do it, and I yeah. can play. Yeah. Who go. is the welterweight champion, the ultimate fighting championship? Go. <laughs> I know this, actually. The welterweight? I don't know. Oh, son of a monkey. Mm. Is there, wait, isn't there not one right now? Isn't it vacated? Khabib, mm-hmm. right? There's, no. Kamaru Usman. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fighting in the... Want to play? <laughs> Who's the heavyweight team? He's fighting Jorge. Steve Bay. So, all right. Hey, let's just get right into it. Let's talk about it. Steve Bay, aforementioned. Oh, uh, Ryan, winner, uh, draft beer, whenever we go to a brewery next. Cheers. Oh. Cheers, cheers. Uh, it has to be reasonable. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, yesterday I went to... Sa- we went to... Sa- uh, tried to go to a sa- Saucy's patio, but it was still enclosed. Uh, and... <laughs> I didn't look at the prices of the beers, and I wanted something hazy. They they had Hello Detroit on the list, which is a hazy, but they were out of it. So I'm like, I looked up. Right above it was Extra Love. I've never seen that before. It was a triple hazy IPA. Ooh. It was 8 bucks. Yeah. 
We'll go to Funkin' Ship. I'll have you buy me like an eleven dollar. What are the eleven yeah. <laughs> All but, right. Uh, yeah. UFC two sixty. Jimmy, take it away. <laughs> Hold on one second. Getting out of game mode. All right. What do you want to know? Stipe Miasich. Yes. Stipe Miasich. They sorry. fought before Francis Ngannou. Um, I believe it was twenty eighteen when they fought last. If I remember correctly, was that before or after he beat? I'd- that was after he beat Overeem in Cleveland, right? Correct. Yeah, it was, it was after. If you want to fact check that for me. Yeah, I'll look it up for you. Even though that's probably <coughs> what I should do. I'm the Jamie of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so he fought this guy once before, beat him uh, kind of to a pulp. Not really, but he dominated him for five rounds. Yeah. Um, and Francis has been on a tear ever since. Uh, he, had, he had that tie-up with Derek Lewis. That was kind of a boring fight. But from there on out, he just... One endlessly. He's a large back to back man. to back to back. Scary. Yeah, he's a very very yeah, scary person. Scary. So he fights. Well, he fights out of Steve France. Day. Is he really that scary? <laughs> well, he's what born in Cameroon. We said. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. grew up in salt mines, just digging. Yeah. I, endlessly. I, I I watched his uh, interview on Rogan from like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was this year. He, he, yeah, remember. he was on like a month ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a crazy story of like his upbringing and stuff. Yeah, he got uh, he got like caught trying to like sneak across the border like like seven different times or mm-hmm. something. And so, like this guy's life is just absolutely off the charts, just crazy. Didn't start fighting till he was late late in life, which you don't see often with you know successful MMA fighters. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's so funny with Stipe. People count him out. He's just not. I know we've said this before. He's not marketable. I guess, but that's I don't think so. I think he's. I mean, he's a firefighter. He's funny if you watch some of his highlights on Twitter. This promo leading up to this fight this weekend. He's the best man on planet. I don't know how you don't market this guy, but he's a slight favorite maybe. But he's the, I, I mean he's the goat heavyweight. He's the goat, but again he doesn't bring as much attention as DC did or John Jones does yeah. or. He's not because he's not like he's not a self marketer. No, no, he's not somebody who's going to come out and talk trash. Uh, I mean, like he, in my mind, it's like he is the exact inverse of a Conor McGregor. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's just, like, in terms of like the the self promotion and the hype yeah. and it just all that stuff. It's like there's when you think about all like the big names, you think of the Floyd Mayweather's and the the Conor McGregor's and all these guys who, <coughs> the showboating and the glitz and the glamour and the controversy. I mean, even I mean, think about like how much nonsense John Jones has like done and said and, and gotten away with because you know his his. You know, he he he's still uh, a main attraction fight. He he has been and he will be. So, um, well, did you did you watch uh, Stipe's interview with uh, Helwani today? No, not yet. So he was he was asking him about potentially uh, fighting John Jones, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, which one did you want? Did you want the rematch with Ngannou or did you want the fight with John Jones?" And Stipe was like, "I whatever UFC gives me, I don't know." He's yeah. like, <laughs> And he's like, well, you're the champ. Like, should like, you know, he's like, I, I, you know, I'm not an agent. I don't make, I don't book the matches. Like, or the, I don't book the fights. Like, whatever, whatever UFC tells me. Like, so I'm, this is a guy who's defended the heavyweight championship of the world more than anybody in the history of the UFC. And and again, I mean, he's he's a firefighter. He has he's a wife. He has a kid. A kid on the way. On the way. And I mean, he's been doing this for how many years? And at this point, he's just yeah. like, listen, man, I've I've made my buck, and um, I've done. I've reached the mountaintop. I've done everything you can ask from a heavyweight champ in the UFC. It's like I've been counting out. I've been counted out. 
multiple times already. Just put anybody you want in front of me, would, and I'll would, get it done. Just a quick note, though, on his marketability. I understand maybe like nationally or internationally, he's a hard sell for some people. But wouldn't you agree, though, that like locally, he's like one of the biggest athletes in the city, right? Or, or in the or oh, in the, sure. in the state, even Worship. probably. Absolutely. Yeah. And like he's got the deal with Modelo, so I feel like he's probably oh, more not even Modelo. He's he's it, got he's got. He's got he's uh, got other Cub ones. Cadet. Yeah. He's got yeah. he's got a bunch of different stuff. I think he's more marketable than people realize because I think there's right. always going to be he's, a portion. But he's of the not going to be somebody he's that not goes. He's not going to be draw. like he's not going to like knock somebody out and then in his post fight press conference be like I want to beat the crap out of Brock Lesnar like bring him to me or something. Or he's not going to be like f you like like yeah. I mean he may be behind the scenes. But the he's best not thing gonna. the best thing he ever did was when he won the title for the first time. He jumped over the cage and he like like was looking around like he had no idea what just happened. He's like, "I'm the world champion." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Ngannou's a scary, scary, scary bad dude. I mean, if you've seen, uh, um, I forget if it was it, speaking of Avenger, was it Endgame or? In fact, it might have been Endgame where that uh, that bald lady just like punches the soul out of Hulk. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. like that's what Nganu can do. <laughs> like he could just absolutely punch your soul yeah. out. That was Endgame, I think. And so I, you know, if if Steep, I mean, but you, you, these are heavyweights. You could say that about any of these guys. If you get clipped, you know, you get hit wrong by any one of these guys, and it's it's game over. So and, and the thing is with with Francis, not to cut you off. So he fought Stepe first time twenty okay January twentieth yeah. twenty eighteen, dominated five rounds. Stipe wins, no problem. His next fight was against Derek Lewis, who's you know on a tear right now too. He's very timid. He even admitted it. He's like, I, honestly, I think I was just still kind of shook from the Stipe fight. I took a beating. Um, he's like, forget about it. For the next four fights, he fights Curtis Blades, phenomenal wrestler, Kane Velasquez, Hall of Famer, former champ, WWE superstar, <laughs> JDS, um, Hall of Famer, legend, and then this uh, Rosenstrike guy. No fight went over two minutes in the yeah. first round. Mm. Mm. That's terrifying. Yeah. And these uh, are yeah. the grown men. They're all over, you know, like 230, 240 pounds. So, I mean, he has the power to knock anybody out with one shot. But he had it, too, the first time in 2018, and Stipe took it. And he took some damage, but ultimately you take Francis into deep waters and his cardio, he has no cardio. Well, I was going to say, is that going to be a similar approach, do, we, do you think? Like, oh, at the yeah. end of the day, it's going to yeah. be Stipe is just going to be tactical and let him keep, gas your, out. keep your head on yeah. a swivel yeah. and, and let him tire himself and out. Francis could say all day, you know, that was a different fighter. It was a few years ago. Well, we haven't seen it in your other fights never where you go the distance. It. Right. You haven't gone he the He only experienced waters. it with Stipe, and he lost. Exactly. And Stipe's, Stipe, like, a lot of Stipe's fights have gone deep. Like, yeah. the one with the, the last one with DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, one before too. Yeah, his two his, his two wins against DC. Yeah, the, obviously, the one that it was ten rounds. The one that two the fights. first one he lost to DC. He got clipped, and I think was it the first round or second round? Second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Stipe's got a lot of experience going deep into fights, mm-hmm. um, and Aganu doesn't. So I, that's got. I mean, that, for me, that that's the that's the strategy of the fight staring me right first in the face. Round. Just kidding. Huh? He, he lost in the first round against DC. Oh, fact check. I knew it was early. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but we're rooting for him. I mean, there's really not a crazy amount to go into here, except the guy keeps getting counted out, or he's slightly a favorite. And um, Francis is just a sexier pick when it comes to violence and right. marketability. It's in his story, right. he goes on Rogan. 
and it's he's like, like guys unbelievable. He's deemed like the future of the heavyweight division. Yeah, he's like Stipe. Stipe is what like thirty eight now. He I believe is, so. Yeah, like this isn't going to be Stipe's last fight, but 39. probably. But like I don't know, maybe it is. If he wins, well, it could be. If he, if he defends it again, he could just be like, you know, I'm done. Like, yeah. Well, do you think he hangs around for John Jones to come up? It well, if if Dana White, you know, flashes five ten million dollars in his face, yeah. Francis yeah. thirty five. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's older than oh, I thought too. Interesting. I mean, nothing would make Dana White in the UFC happier has, than to see Stipe lose. But he has less wear on him because, yeah, like you exactly. said, like when he fights, it's, he hasn't it's been in two those minutes. wars yeah. Yeah. that uh, Stipe has. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you think? Okay, I mean, we're getting putting the cart ahead of the horse here. Stipe ends up winning this fight. Mm-hmm. Do you think he hangs it up, or do you think that Jones Stipe? happens i think he he just hangs around yeah that's exactly what he'll do he'll win he'll, and, yeah. and they're big so john jones that makes sense next right he's like yeah man you know i got a kid on the way i'm just gonna go home yeah. recover and, you know, whatever the ufc wants <laughs> to do he's gonna hang around do. and yeah. then he's gonna wait yeah. for the ufc to be to like exactly. pitch something to him yeah it, like 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 we talked about before stipe is not gonna be a guy that comes out there and gets on the mic and be like yeah like john jones you think you're all that light heavyweight come up to my world and see what happens. That's the only fight to make. It is because Stipe's beat everybody else. Nobody like, who else. Who has who is Stipe not like 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 I said before? He's the example. Brock Lesnar, but Brock Lesnar's never fighting the UFC again. You have this guy that's tearing through the heavyweight division just to rematch with the guy that kicked his ass for five yeah. rounds. <laughs> yeah. So if you beat him again, pretty handedly, it's like right. You're not gonna get three. Who else? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not. This gonna isn't get a like. Like who they're talking about to like replace Habib in what what weight division is that? Oh, lightweight. Yeah, lightweight. Where you have guy, you have like ten guys who legitimately could yeah. fight for the title. Murders row. Yeah, this is lightweight. Yeah, but um, I mean, we are a Cleveland podcast, and yes, we are a little biased. We're all behind Stipe. Francis could win, and for the love of God, if he does, I hope Stipe's not too concussed. No, nope. uh, yeah, because <laughs> I need to see a third fight. Right. Yeah. Well, right, because you have to. Yeah. You have to the trilogy because each guy would have won a fight. Mm-hmm. So that would that, be, and that might actually. I don't know. Like Dana White might be more upset about that too. He just. Want, I. I just feel like he wants to be done with Stipe. I, yeah. I don't love it, but I think there's always a little animosity between those two. Wait, there's you always think so? a little bit. Like, yeah. Ju- just just because like he can't get Stipe to buy into the macho like. I, I think Stipe is not living up to. The expectations well, of the baddest man on earth in terms yeah, of I mean, being outspoken. And then especially after he lost against DC, yeah. Stipe was demanding a rematch. And uh, Dana wasn't even entertaining that thought. He's like, oh, Brock, we're going to bring Brock in. You're going to fight right. him. Stipe's like, I've I've defended it how many times? <clears throat> I'm yeah. clearly the At go. At that point, it was not what, like, me a rematch? It was like four times he had defended yeah, it. And exactly. it was the first time he had lost since he won it. Yeah, and it was just a... It, yeah, just a nice shot. Yeah, well, it's, it's like, like dominated. You know, Dana White's a businessman. He wants to see dollar signs, and mm-hmm. Stipe, we love him, but he's not exactly marketing dollar signs for the UFC. Mm-mm. Like he's the he's the greatest. He's he's. I'm trying to think of like who to compare him to in like another sport of just like boring but wins all the time. Like the Kawhi. San Antonio Spurs or something. Kawhi. Yeah, like Tim Duncan. <laughs> yeah, 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 Tim Duncan. Perfect. Like that's a mm-hmm. great Tim Duncan's mm-hmm. the greatest power forward probably to ever yeah. live. But you know. You don't you don't see a lot of rappers wearing his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, it's but yeah, we're all we're all pulling for Stipe for sure. Saturday night, UFC 260. Uh, it's gonna be the last. Is, this is at the uh, the training facility thing, yeah. or whatever. Mm, Apex. And Center. then 261 is gonna be the fight in Jacksonville, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah with uh, Usman and is it Usman and Masvidal? 
I believe so. Yes. That's an interesting fight. Yeah, I think that's the fight. Yep. The BMF. Which is crazy because, I don't know, again, that's just to sell pay-per-views. Right. That's not the fight to make, but I get it. It's two big names. I see. Yeah. yeah. Who should Usman fight? I'd love to see the Colby rematch. Um, oh, the Trumper? Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it was a phenomenal fight for like five rounds, and yeah. then he caught him. But um, I get it. Jorge, again, he's a sexy name. He, he was in those Kimbo Slice home videos and uh-huh. Street Jesus. and He's the BMF. You know, yeah. The, whatever, the whole two-piece and a soda thing. I get it. Yeah, BMF. Yeah. So I understand. <laughs> whatever. Whatever to sell pay-per-views. Well, that, well, I'll watch. You'll get my yeah. money. Yeah, Wink. it'll work. <laughs> it'll work. Wink. <laughs> of course I'll buy the pay-per-view. Yeah, Don't we come all at do. me, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> of course I will. All right. I uh yeah. I got a I, I just came across a tweet. We're gonna transition a little bit here. Uh we can talk about some Browns. We're gonna get into some free agency updates. We kind of touched on it last week, but I wanted to dive in a little bit more. Um but this tweet just came across that Hayden Grove uh put up. Uh, some Twitter account called the Game Day NFL. They have like four thousand followers. They put up a graphic of Heisman bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the list: 2010, Sam Bradford. 2012, I don't know why this is out of. Oh, that's because I'm reading it wrong. I'm an idiot. No, it is out of order. Yeah, it is out of order. 2012, Johnny Manziel. 2006, Vince Young. All all bus, whatever. 2010, Tim T. Wait, this is this doesn't make any sense. There's not two Heisman Trophy. Why does Sam Bradford and Tim Tebow both list that 20? Oh, because Tebow. Young, young didn't, his, young no, didn't yeah. win the Heisman. Yeah, he did, didn't he? No, he lost it to, unless he got it retroactively because of the UN, USC scandal. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's Was that what funny. happened? I don't know. This is already, this thing's got holes in it. Robert Griffin the third, 2012. And they have Baker Mayfield on there. 2018 as a Heisman bust. Yeah, that's that not a sense. good take. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Like, who. I would love to see the the rationale. And they actually, they act, so Hayden Grove said, well, at the game day NFL posted this to their Instagram, and Baker Mayfield rightfully took notice. No matter where, oh, what did Baker say? Uh, no matter where you stand, this take is, quote, special. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Baker Mayfield's Twitter account. See what he said about the matter. But still, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, wow. I mean, you could you could think of ten other Heisman busts before you talk about Baker. Well, it's too early to call him a bust. I mean, he had his best season yet last year. Yeah. So he's been he's, unless, been, a, he's unless, been objectively good two out of the three years. He's unless been he like. Never has a good season again. Like yeah, it's just. It's I know it was. Sh- I know it was short lived with Herbert taking it over, but he had the rookie touchdown passing record. Like, what do you? What do you? <laughs> yeah, he had a bad yeah. year under Freddie. We all know this. Yeah. I think this is probably just some. I know. I mean, four thousand. I sure as hell Click don't bait. have four thousand followers, but four thousand in the world of Twitter is virtually nothing. I, I can't imagine that this is anything other than trying to get people to. Dr- I mean, it worked. You got, it, dro- it drove. It drove. also incorrect. Like uh, Tim. Uh, Tim Tebow, uh, Vince Young did not win the Heisman, so I don't know what, yeah. did what he? he's I don't saying. Know. Well, because that and the year was the year they were drafted, so like Tebow and Bradford were both drafted in 2010, but like right. one could have won it as a sophomore and one could have won it as a junior, for example. Uh, yeah, I'm double checking. I'm 90% sure he did not win the Heisman. 
He was a runner-up, unless he automatically well, got Reggie, got Reggie Bush had it taken away. That's what I'm saying. So does that automatically mean he won it? Technically, but no one will ever view it that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that, yeah, that's just uh, insanity. I think that's just to, again, drive yeah. drive, drive clicks and mentions and, and all that jazz. But, um, I mean, hey, I guess it worked. Here we are talking about it. Yeah, and we, I mean, we, like, <laughs> I brought this up earlier with uh, OBJ on, on Coward's show. Yeah. He's like, it's... It's uh, it's pretty easy to see that OBJ's not happy there, and he doesn't fit. And uh, Baker's lucky to have him. Uh, he'll, he'll be gone soon. Yeah. Clearly, so, he's unhappy. Right. Because you know they, they they talk all the time, right? Like he he has the the inside track onto what's happening in Berea, and he knows everything about OBJ. I don't know. Coward loves to get under the skin of Baker. Maybe he and he and Baker have gone back and forth for years now, and I don't know if Collins. What was is, the first instance? Do you think? It was something about like during like the draft process. Um, well, he didn't like you know like Baker like grabbing uh, grabbing his crotch when he was still at OU, and he didn't like uh, flag thing probably the, the flag thing at Ohio State, which I know a lot of Ohio State fans took a lot of issue with. Um, and then there was uh, didn't he get himself in trouble like with the cops where like he there was like booze involved, and he ended up running. And he wasn't like actually in trouble, but the running made it look suspicious, and so it was like a learning opportunity and. It started with, you know, I mean, Baker literally went on his show and was, like, kind of going back at him, like, kind of going shot for shot about, you know, yeah, I was a young kid and I did stupid things and, you know, would I take it back or do it differently? Sure. You know, that kind of that kind of deal. And he didn't really back down from Colin, and I think they just – they tweeted each other every once in a while. Like, they just don't like each other very much, I guess. I think I they would have squashed it if, if, if he comes on the show, or, but – Maybe well, they, again, if, I mean, for Colin, it drives ratings. Yeah, who? Because again, it's like in the in the world, it's like there's no such thing as bad PR, right? You know, Colin doesn't care if everybody in Cleveland hates him. They're still watching his clips and they're still responding to him on Twitter, so they're still engaging. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, I think it's crazy. Um, I think this might be the craziest thing anybody said uh, in, recently, at least about any Browns player. Um, yeah, I am so so done with all the OBJ trade talks. That that part drives me absolutely bananas. But that's part of the deal. You have a high profile player like Beckham. Uh, you're going to deal with that crap all the time. Looks like recovery's going well with him. Dude, he looks f- absolutely phenomenal, sprinting his brains out. Delpit looks good too, by the way. Grant Delpit's yep. posted some really nice videos. Um, oh, I'll tell you what, there's a nice, so I can, imagine if we get Grant Delpa back, there's, you know, there's a quality safety that we could hopefully get healthy. Um, Harrison, you know, is 20, what, three years old. He's going into year four in the NFL. I want to say 23, uh, 22 and, uh, Johnny the, Johnson, the recently acquired 25. John Johnson, uh, is, is the old man in, th- in the safety room. Yep. Um, by the way, how about Troy Hill, uh, wearing 23, uh, there is no more employee 23. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's probably your new favorite Brown. Yeah, he might be. I mean, he can't, you know, can't be much worse. You know, somebody tweet. I forget who it was. Somebody's tweeted, like, we should, re- the Browns should retire uh, 20, 23. So then Sadejo is the, the last one to ever wear the yeah. number 23 <laughs> for the Browns. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Browns had a pretty damn strong free agency, and it's not over yet. I mean, there's still going to be a lot of veterans. Yeah. Uh, a lot of depth guys are going to start to come um, across the league. There's going to be a lot more depth signings. So um, I wanted to run through it real quick, and I am reading uh, from Heavy.com. This is uh, Brittany Mollis, uh, who's from the podcast That's What B Said. Um, she's actually started writing for Heavy.com, which is a 
uh, online publication, I think out of New York, but uh, she's uh, one of their Browns writers, and she lists all the guys we've lost, who we've kept, and who we've added. So just to go go through real quick, we, we lost, confirmed through free agency, Kendall Lamb, uh, Larry Ogunjobi, uh, defensive tackle Vincent Taylor, who went to the uh, Texans. That'll be a trend here as I go down this list. Terrence Mitchell, who went to the Texans. Uh, also, she doesn't have listed, but Tavier Thomas, who went to the Texans. Uh, and Tay Davis, I think Tay Davis went to the Texans as well. He might have. I could be wrong. He's a special teams linebacker. Um, and then Kevin Johnson went to Tennessee. Um, so those are the guys we've lost, confirmed. Uh, Browns we've brought back and kept. Obviously the big name, uh, Richard Higgins. Um, JoJo Natson, which is a little bit surprising to me. Mighty Mouse returns. Because he didn't play last year. Yeah, he had like, what, two, three games? And blew yeah. his ACL out. Right. But they obviously like him because they brought him back. Uh, I mean, it's it's a one-year minimum contract. Yeah. But. I mean, he could be, you know, let's just say, you know, we, if we draft a wide receiver in the third or fourth round, that could easily be JoJo Natson getting cut. Right, so, yeah. You know. if, the, if, the, if the guy has returning capabilities, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's the only reason why JoJo Natson's on the team. Right. Um, Parky Posse back. Oh boy. So Year two for the Parky Posse. We are, I'm assuming, not planning on kicking field goals outside of 48 yards. So, <laughs> so that's a thing. Hey, Stefanski does go for it a lot. So. That is true. I mean, hey, if you have a running back uh, room that looks like ours, if it's fourth and you know one or two, I'm not kicking anyways. And then uh, linebacker Elijah Lee, who's a special team teamer. Uh... Oh, Malcolm Smith as well. I forgot to mention him. That's actually a pretty good uh, guy to keep. Absolutely. Um, Great depth of the now position. Here's, here are the guys that we've added. Obviously, uh, we already mentioned safety, John Johnson. Uh, three years, $33.8 million. Good deal uh, on a great player. Troy Hill. Uh, it's listed as a four-year, $24 million uh, deal, but essentially it's really, if you boil down to it, it's a one-year, $4.5 million contract. Yeah, because it's all guaranteed up front pretty much, and the yeah. last couple of years are just what, – yeah. they're calling them voidable years now or whatever. Long yeah, story it's short, the, it's like a hot new trend yeah. because of salary cap issues yep. across the league. But, yep. yeah, one-year deal functionally. Tack McKinley, uh, defensive end. Essentially, he's replacing uh, not Olivier Vernon. He's basically replacing um, Claiborne. Yeah. Um, Claiborne usually played more interiorly, but he'll he'll be yeah. a rotational piece on that D-line. Yeah. He'll probably so, play, what, 30 to 50% of the snaps? Maybe. Probably. And then I think probably you're going to see us go after a pass rusher early in the draft. Yeah. Uh, linebacker Anthony Walker, this is a little bit of a surprise. Uh, he's from the Colts. Uh, he's a, going into his fourth year, he's a three-year starter. He started all 16 games last year, and Darius Leonard just raved about him when we signed him. Like, was tweeting about how he was, like, in tears, like, when he left or whatever. Like, I'm not saying Anthony Walker's like this, you know insane like acquisition or whatever but pretty solid especially since our linebacking core was lacking essentially the entire year last year and i think he's probably going to be your bj goodson replacement probably because we haven't heard anything about bj goodson coming back and i feel like if it's gone this far with the browns bringing him back i feel like they're probably going to move on and they brought malcolm smith back um and they're going to run a lot of four two five this year on defense with that with signing john johnson having those three starting caliber safeties. Uh, this is another surprise for me. Uh, defensive tackle Malik Jackson. A little yeah. bit older. 
He's in yeah. his 30s now. Year but 10 in the league, I want to say. Definitely a depth signing. Uh, obviously, we lost Ogan Joby. We're getting Billings back, hopefully. I'll be interested to see because that was like a sneaky big move yeah. last year and then obviously didn't pan out because he opted yeah. out of the season. And which is interesting. Uh, so I guess he um, he has asthma, and is that's that why he opted out. He didn't want to take the chance. I mean, I can't blame him yeah. at, at that point Especially in time that, with as little as we like we actually knew. And Especially being that big of a human. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah like, imagine being a 300-pound-plus guy with having asthma. Having asthma, and, and then if you were to get COVID, which attacks your respiratory system. like I mean, look at what it did to Miles Garrett, who's yeah. a phenomenal freak athlete yeah. who does not have asthma. He right. wasn't right the rest of the season after right. after dealing with that. Yeah. And then offensive tackle Greg Sanat. He was know. a practice squad guy. We goofed around with him yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty much the recap so far. I a guy named Blake also. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Blake Hans. <laughs> so essentially, what we're doing is we're bringing back the same the same exact offense. Yeah, uh, I almost. Think, I think the Browns went into like strategizing for the free agency, and Stefanski kind of went to went to Barry and be like, "I'm good on offense." Yeah, especially if you get if you get a healthy OBJ back, he's the guy that kind of lifts the top off the defense. Which I, we missed badly, especially in that Kansas City game. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I I like what we did on defense. I really do. Obviously, there was the, you know there was the big rumors out there about JJ Watt and all that, and you know we got sucked into it. Um, you know I'm not gonna say now that oh I'm glad we didn't sign him. Like I would have been jacked if we signed JJ Watt. Oh yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I like what they did. I. I went in thinking, like, hey, let's get a defensive end, like, first and foremost. But, man, some of the money that was getting thrown around, even in a uh, reduced cap year for these defensive end, like, Bud Dupree getting five years, $83 million. That was like, a lot. What it, I mean, Lawson got paid. Um, yeah, Hendrickson got paid. Hendricks got 15 Weird, weird move on Cincinnati to let Lawson go. But then, weird, man. Yeah, I mean, they've done a couple nice things, but they've also done some – Head scratchers, um, but I mean that's been us and for for many 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 years now. Is we have to overpay for average guys yeah, uh, just because there's no other reason they would come to Cleveland. Um, it's so nice to now be in a position where we don't have to go into the draft thinking, "Good God, we need our savior. We need a we need the guy to flip the the script on this team." Um, you know, it's it's a common mantra: is use free agency to attack needs and then go for talent in the draft so whoever if we stay firm at 26 you know one theory is draft the best player available hopefully that's an edge rusher at yeah. a minimum hopefully it's a defensive player right i can see a bunch of browns hands getting super upset if we draft you know i don't know a, a wide receiver or something you know that good god that would make the rumor mill go bananas but you know i i don't really know barry well enough to know if he'll go straight up for best player available on the board or if he's going to stick to a plan with a certain position um, i think i i think they did a really good job of like i feel like the the successful way to do it is fill holes in free agency draft best possible talent in the draft that's yeah that's my preferred way to go about it and they've essentially done that now you can say that Okay, there, there's still even though they signed Tack McKinley, there's still a glaring hole defensive end next to Miles, and that's that's well and good. Like that's you know we're not denying that, but um, you know I mean you don't have to draft a deep just because you need a starting caliber defensive end. 
uh, on your team, that doesn't mean you automatically have to take one in the first round. Right. You can get a really good defensive end in the second, third round. 100%. So I think the Browns are in a really good uh, position to let the draft fall to them and be like, okay, let's just take the, the best guy we have on our board at 26 rather than reach for somebody just because we have a position of need. So, and one thing, one thing I'm also interested in, Steven Nelson just got released by the Steelers. Yeah, I saw and, that. Uh, so I can't remember who it was. I think it was Ken Carmen who tweeted uh, the, re- the reverse Joe Hayden, basically alluding to the oh. Steelers cut him and he's going to come to Cleveland okay. and sign with the Browns. Now, Steven Nelson's not the difference between us winning and losing the Super Bowl, but uh, – but if we can take a bunch of valuable player, yeah, yeah. If we can take a bunch of valuable depth it's veterans. A double dip. Yeah, you're signing somebody and you're taking him away from another team. That's been one of my favorite things about this free agency period too. Is that looking around the AFC North, the Ravens, uh, probably a push. You can maybe the claim they got a little bit I better. Think the Browns got. I think the Ravens got worse. I uh, who were their pass rushers? They lost Judon and they lost uh, Ngakwe. Ngakwe. Didn't they lose Pernell McPhee too, or was he back? I can't remember. Um, and I tell you what, speaking of the Raven, yeah, actually, I didn't. I forgot about. Um, and they lost. They they didn't sign Galladay. No, and, and Sammy Watkins was in town, and he apparently left. And usually, if somebody comes yep. to ta- le- in this leave. stage of the game, if they leave, you usually lost them. Yep. If you really want a guy, you don't the last, leave the facility. I'm telling you, the last thing I want is a quality deep threat to end up in Baltimore because I think that yeah. if you give Lamar Jackson a quality deep threat, he will prove a lot of people wrong. Um, the Steelers absolutely got worse, and uh, because yeah, they got worse. They brought Juju back. They brought you know I, Juju would honestly if Juju. I'm glad he stayed there because if Juju went to let's just say if if Juju went to Baltimore, I'd be way more worried than with him staying in uh, Pittsburgh. Let him do his TikToks. Um, Pittsburgh's anything. defense got worse in, yep. in numerous positions. Their yep. offensive line got worse. Yep. They brought back Ben, which is hilarious. Yep. And uh, oh, he yeah, took a pay cut. Yeah, I mean, he signed like a four-year deal again with yeah, the right. whole thing where it was like for vet minimum and everything else is like voidable in the future. Now the Steelers and Ravens, they Which, have they have draft picks and they notoriously draft well. So both of them, it's yes. not like you know the Ravens they lost a lot of pass rush, but I would assume that they're going to go into the draft and probably draft a few pass rushers and they're probably going to be pretty good. Maybe not the first year, but you know down the road. Mm-hmm. I just you know what what. What did the Ravens get better at? Yeah, that's a good point. Nothing. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize they lost as much as they did. I knew about Ngakwe, yeah. but I'm not Judon I'm not su- I'm not super high on Ngakwe. Um Yeah. But uh cuz he got a couple of two years. I think he had two years two out years of Oakland 26. or the Raiders, yeah. whatever, Vegas. Vegas. Um I mean, the, I mean, the Ravens are absolutely yes. Yeah, like pass rush is probably going to be one of their targets. They're, I mean, first and foremost, they're probably going after a wide receiver. If you yeah. know, I they're I think they're drafting right behind us. I think we're twenty six, they're twenty seven. Yeah. So again, depending on who's where. I mean, my hope is that this draft is going to be so offensive heavy at the top of the board that some really quality first round, like top ten, top fifteen talent, yeah. slides down the board to a, us. Th- yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, quarterbacks and O linemen. I think going. In That's the, my the top hope. Half of the first round. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Bengals, you know, they they lost some guys. The they Bengals. signed some guys. I'm not worried about them. They, for the love of Joe Burrow, they got to sign some offensive linemen. Yeah. They they signed that uh, Riley Reef. 
And uh, he's older. Yeah, but, but quality though. For a year or two, he can. And, know, he uh, can still play. Well, and they're probably going to draft that Penny Sewell. If he's there um, at five, yeah, Penny he, pro- Sewell, he yeah. probably will probably, be. Probably because I, yeah, I think quarterbacks and are going to go um, quickly. And yeah. then there's talk of that uh, tight end from Florida going in the top five as well. Kyle That's Pitts. true. Um, that guy's a monster, by the way. Holy crap! Yeah, he's he's a freak. <sighs> He, I mean, his his what was his forty time it was like a four four. Yeah, four for four. like he's a two hundred and two fifty. Yeah, yeah, he's a, a monster. freak athlete. These he's guys are nuts. Well, do you see that? Um, oh, what's the uh, the Purdue wide receiver? He's five foot oh, seven. Oh God, yeah, I saw five, that. I forget his name. I that feel terrible. Ju- he jumped and he just started 40, floating. Yeah, he's five seven. He's shorter than me, and he jumped forty two and a half inch vert. Yes, and he ran a four two nine forty. He has LeBron's vertical when he came into the NBA at the Insane. peak of his athleticism. Insane. Just yeah. phenomenal freak athlete. Good for him. Yeah, he definitely. I mean, I, some some GM is going to be enticed by his his speed and size. They're going to think that he's the next um, Darren Sproles type, or you know, pick pick your yeah. tiny NFL guy, Sproles. And uh, he's he's definitely um, going to earn himself a payday with that. So good for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, interesting free agency. Um, situation i'm excited by what we did i would love more de- literally all defense couldn't you cannot give me enough defensive uh adjustments right this year so keep keep doing it andrew barry i love you keep rocking i love you man i really do i'm a big fan yeah big, yeah. big ab guy so yeah we're uh you know obviously we're gonna cover the browns more as as we get closer to the draft and you know hopefully we're able to go down to the draft and and then as we get closer to the season it still sucks that the nfl season is still uh, we're so far five away. Five months away. We're so far Something away. Like five and a half months away. It's crazy. That's all right. But uh, but yeah. Um, nothing really to report on the Indians. They're still in uh, spring training. Um, yeah. They're um, dead to me. I'm done. I'm out. I'm not yeah. a baseball fan anymore. <laughs> I'm so salty. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I tell you what, when the Dolans sell the team, I'm back. How about that? You know what's funny is <laughs> – this is really going to make you upset. I'm sure it will. Uh, Dak Prescott is going to make like double what the entire Cleveland Indians <laughs> roster is going to this year. Ah. <laughs> oh, God, Paul Dolan. The Indians payroll is like $40 million. Dak is taking home $75 million this year. That is, that's still crazy. That, that's still a nutty number to me. Insane. Like, I love Dak. Like, Nobody's worth that. And good for him. He played it right, and the Cowboys didn't, but... He's not worth that. I do. There is something. There is something fun to me about watching Jerry Jones have to just eat a big old pile of garbage. True. Very true. You <laughs> almost said something else. I definitely almost said something else. <laughs> he I just almost said I, poo. He's such a no. smug asshole, and he's just this whole America's team crap. Like you haven't been relevant in decades. No. You're not America's anything. Literally decades. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not even hyperbolic. And I, I know I'm dramatic as hell. Barely out of the womb. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So I I love I keep keep sticking it to them the whole way. I'm fine with it. Um, but yeah, yeah, and the Cavs, uh, yeah, you know, we're getting a win here or there, but I think we're really trade. Right will Will Gilbert allow a trade of Drummond to oh, the Lakers? Gonna, I thought you were going to say, will Gilbert allow his twenty three year old son, who's oh, that's the that's a whole another can of worms. Yeah, <laughs> no, weird. I'm just thinking, like, is Gilbert still so sour about LeBron leaving a bunch of times? Is he not going to send help? Will he veto a trade? I, that that's the big thing right well, now because Drummond makes uh, makes sense to go to L A. I'm curious. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I've heard I've heard rumors of New York to the Knicks, and we, and there was a rumor out there that we would get Kevin Knox in the deal. I don't um, know who that is. Who's not? He was a former first round pick from Kentucky that hasn't really panned out. 
Um, Something's better than nothing, right? Yeah, he's a young kid. He's 22. What like, would you get if you traded to LA? What would be the nothing? Probably, then, yeah, like I would say a second round draft pick. I, 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 I mean, look elsewhere. I think the most likely scenario is the Cavs buy him out. I really don't think you're going to be able to trade Drummond. I was just saying, don't. It's more likely to trade Drummond because he's on an expiring deal than it is Kevin Love. I think we're stuck with that Love contract. Yeah, that I was going to ask you guys about that. Like, that's really straight up rough highway now. robbery. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, good for him, I guess. But I mean, from a PR standpoint, like the Cavs. I mean, Kyrie did his Kyrie thing. But LeBron left. Not, not but say, wouldn't not, you agree that that's just bad business? From who who signed that? Who signed that off? Like, who like, was this? was that? Kobe? Oh, it was Altman. Yeah. Yeah. Altman, yeah, yeah, that's. They were in a. They were in a. I don't. They were in a bad spot because the big they were three in were a bad gone. spot. I, the, but what's the point of signing someone who you know is not going to make you even? Well, remotely? so here's the deal. So there's some inner workings, and I don't know if this is 100 percent true, but uh, the last year that LeBron was with the Cavs, uh, the Cavs were trying to get their season ticket holders to lock <clears> into multi-year uh, deals with their tickets. <clears throat> And a lot of people like were thinking like, well, LeBron's on his last year of his contract. What if he what if he leaves? Like, I don't want to have three years of season tickets if LeBron's not here. So I think like they try they 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 signed Kevin Love to like tell the and you remember remember after LeBron left there was that all that media stuff about how we're still gonna try and make the playoffs after LeBron yeah. left. We signed Kevin Love like Ty Lue's still our coach blah blah blah. And then Jr. threw the soup at Damon Jones. <laughs> the Cavs started zero and six. They fired Ty Lue. And it just all went to crap. But I, I think that was part of the thing. I think they were trying to um, not not like it was an illusion, like they were lying to the to the fans or whatever. But um, I think they thought maybe like they could still be like an eight seed if they signed Kevin Love and make a couple other moves or whatever. Obviously, that didn't. Work I, guess, out. I guess from a business standpoint, making the playoffs is always going to be a smart thing. But yeah, I just think it's such a strange thing to have given him that. Like, yeah, it is, and obviously, it hasn't worked out. I mean, he can't. He, right. he can't even get on I mean, the floor. When was the last? Yeah, he has. He not played, played like, like he played once a week ago. Like, I'm not bad. trying to be funny because I love Kevin Love. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Is he ever going to play? Like, what is his deal? Like, I don't understand. Well, so he's been out pretty much all year with a calf in- injury, and I'm not trying to dog on Kevin Love right now, but um, watch if he goes to another team, if that calf uh, magically just heals itself. Just like the Blake Griffin yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Blake yeah. Griffin hadn't dunked in two years, and then the first game he suits up for the Nets, he dunks, like, yeah. in the first quarter. I think, yeah. But... Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always I'm always going to be uh, a Kevin Love supporter. I mean, he won a championship with us. So yeah. you put oh, the yeah, clamps I mean, we're, we're, on yeah. Curry. That's right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> speaking of putting the clamps on uh, somebody, uh, did you guys see Draymond Green came out and say I'm he's the, the best defender, defender ever? Ever? Yeah, no. What a moron! He's the no. best. So he's ridiculous. not even the best defender right now. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. And then he, and then uh, Tony Allen uh, went at him. Who was a great uh, a defensive player? A lot of player. people went at him. <laughs> but, yeah. but this is but so uh, uh, Draymond Green said something like, uh, "Hey man, like I, I knew you were gonna come at me, but uh, your stamps uh, were a little old, and uh, you were going out of the league when I won my first ring." As if like he's the reason why the the Warriors won those rings. <laughs> right. Right. Uh-huh. What an ass. Yeah. Right. He's such a goofball. Also, this whole Kevin uh, Kevin Durant Steve Kerr thing is weird. I don't know. But did you did you see the uh, 
So I remember this, and I don't know why we're talking about the Warriors, but uh, Bob Myers, their GM, after they won the first championship with Durant, uh, Myers a weirdo. They were talking about his contract, and and they were they were like, uh, Bob Myers was like, "Yeah, Kevin, you can't get whatever you want." Like, and then Steve Kerr like jokingly said, "Like, yeah, mid level." I, I mean, I took that as all as a joke, but... right? But then right after that, mm-hmm. they. He said, "Well, Steph can get whatever he wants because he's been here." And they sh- they panned over to Kevin Durant, and he like gave this like wry smile, like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. And, and I, I remember I, watching. I remember yeah. watching that live and thinking, "Oh, this isn't going to end well," because we know how NBA superstars are and their egos and everything. And yeah, they won the championship the next year, but what happened? I mean, Kevin Durant left the first chance he got. He, he never re-signed a contract with the Warriors. And they couldn't. I mean, since. but they, they couldn't have afforded Kevin Durant with the payday they gave to Curry and all that. Like, I think that was inevitable. I mean, they still got their titles, but well, I think if I well, I, 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 I agree that I, I agree. I, I don't agree with that because if Kevin Durant goes to the Warriors and says, "Hey, I want to stay," uh, they would have probably traded. Clay and Draymond to keep Durant and Steph together. Could have been hundred percent. Could have been. But right. Clay, that, Clay that team as it existed Clay's, would not Clay's have such a crucial aspect of that team, though. I understand that, but you're not that. going to keep Clay over Kevin Durant. No, because because even even Clay hasn't played since those teams. He's been hurt both. Yeah, years since well, that's Durant the thing. Both both Clay and Durant also had horrible injuries. Yeah, after and then that, and so. Clay snapped his Achilles playing pickup. Yeah. Oh, I know. That was, that was awful. I anyway. hate the Warriors as much as the next guy, but that was that was hard to see. Like, Clay's not the injury. one that I hate on that team, though. No, no he's the one you hate the least. <laughs> yeah. Because actually, he, he's the guy that, that fired up LeBron to, for that 3-1 comeback. Yeah, that too, yeah. Yeah, when he said, oh, I guess he's just got his feelings hurt. And LeBron said, Clay said what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, let's... I want to preview something or review something real quick before we get out of here. I was uh, I was able to try out a new pizza place this past weekend. Nice. Ooh. Well, not exactly. It's new to me because I've never been there. It's been open for about a year now. It actually opened like right when the pandemic started, which is crazy to think that they 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 were able to survive it. Um, but uh, Citizen Pie Roman Cafe on East Fourth. Uh, is in the location where Erie Island Coffee was, right? I think it was Erie Island. Yeah, it was Erie. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool spot. It looks it looks pretty similar in there than Erie Island. There, you know, there's less stuff on the walls and stuff. Erie Island had a lot of like artwork and stuff yeah. like on the walls and stuff. Um, the pizza itself was good. It's more like the style that I grew up with. Like my grandmother makes the style pizza when she makes it, and it's more so like the the dough, the bread. It's more so bread than like pizza dough. What's well, it's, it's Roman style, right? Yeah, Isn't it's, that it's the, a much yeah. more crispy, like... Didn't, didn't you say it was almost like focaccia bread or something like that? Yeah, it's like a crispy focaccia bread. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was good. It was a little weird, though, I will say. Um, so they have they, they, they bake the dough, and then they put the toppings on cold, and they put it in a display case. And when you walk up, they have, like, seven or eight options. You know, they have a regular cheese, pepperoni, margarita, and then they have, like, some... Um, more intricate styles of toppings. But uh, you go up there, you say, hey, I want to, sl- it's, it's all by the slice. Um, say, hey, I want, I, I got a slice of margarita and a slice of pepperoni. So, like, okay, cool. They grab it. And I'm thinking, like, they're going to put it on a spatula and throw it back in the oven, like the, the big pizza oven. They had, like, this Quiznos toaster oven, 
like setup hmm. where they just put it on there and it just went through like a conveyor belt and went through. Like when I say little, like it would fit on this table. Hmm. Um, and I was like, that's interesting. But I've never been to a Roman cafe before, so right. I don't know if that's. Yeah, I don't know. And, and maybe they're just trying to save space. I I don't I don't know. But it came out good. It was really good. Um, they they're a cafe, so they also do coffee. They offer six shooter. Oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah, I didn't and know then that. They have, wow. They have a case. Um, oh, I can't remember the donut company. A local one though. I yeah, assume? it's a local donut company where they have a case there on the display, on top of the pizza display case for donuts. So if you know you go oh, there in the morning, yeah. you get a coffee, you want a donut, they sell a local donut vendors donuts. Now, are they the same people that own Citizen yes. Pie? Yeah. So it is the same. Yeah. It's just a different venture. Just different, different, yeah, different yeah. venture, different style of pizza. And Citizen I think Pie is Napa, or, uh, Neapolitan. Neapolitan. It's like Carlos. Yeah. 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 Um, really good. I, I definitely, obviously, you know, as we as it gets to be summer and we open up. Yeah, and I like, want to go for sure. So like we go to, you know, an Indians game or something. I think it would be really cool to go there before. They have a little bit of a patio area, which I'm sure they're going to put some tables out there, um, as every other restaurant in East Fort does. Um, but it was really good. I uh, I definitely suggest it to you guys and anybody listening out there. Um, it's on East Fourth, so if you you know if you don't live near downtown, it's kind of you know because you got to find street parking and you know stuff like that. Or you know if, like like what I did, go go downtown on Saturday when the weather's nice, walk around, yeah. and you know venture onto East Fourth. So yeah, no, I, that's a hundred percent a spot I need to try. I mean, I've yeah. been want, we've we've been talking about this forever. Yeah, Dan. Uh, and the go, the so. the price per slice is a little high. It's four fifty, but I will say it's not terrible. I will say I got two slices and I barely finished the second slice. Yeah, so I it was a whole meal for nine bucks. Yeah, that's not bad not at all. Not bad at all. I mean, when you get you pay like, more, you pay more at a fast food place. Yeah, yeah, or the same at least, you know. Right. Well, cool. Yeah. No, that's definitely a spot we'll we'll all have to hit up at some point. I 100%. I can't believe we went that long without one of us trying. Well, it, honestly, but you know the pandemic was going ah, on and yeah, yeah, that's true. But but uh, but yeah. So cool. Yeah. We'll try. We'll try them out. We'll we'll give them a shot. Yeah, for sure. Anything else we got? I don't. I think that's pretty much all for. That, bleep, 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 that's all, folks. <laughs> Jimmy, do you have something? You look like Jimothy. you're about to say something. No, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, boy. All right, well, let's get out of here then. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the game. That might be a recurring uh, segment <laughs> I like the show. It. So, with a different topic, obviously. Go Stipe. Go Stipe. Let's do, yeah. uh, let's and, do. And, and still. Let's do third tier English soccer club mascots. Oh God, <laughs> third tier. And Ryan can do Sunderland. craft IPAs. There we yeah, go. yeah. Ryan can do craft IPAs from Vermont. Yeah. How about? Yeah, I was gonna say Vermont breweries. Sunderland <laughs> and begin. Sunderland Stadium of Lights. Yeah, Saints, right or no? Uh, Sunderland Saints or my no Southampton Saints. Yeah, it's no Sunderland. I actually don't know what Sunderland. They might just be Sunderland. Yeah, yeah I think it's Sunderland AFC or something. Yeah, I don't think they have a mascot. Um, but anyway. Oh, speaking of that, did you guys uh, uh, Jason Wright, former Browns running back, who's now the team president of the Washington football team, mm-hmm. says that that is in consideration for their permanent name, yeah, Washington football team. Interesting. Yeah. Which of all the names they could pick, I would lose my mind. Like okay. if the Indians, if, if they change team to club, I'm in. That see, I agree with such that. such a difference. I agree with that. Like such if the Indians go Cleveland baseball club, I'm gonna be annoyed, but I'll, I can get over it. But. If they like if I, Cleveland baseball team, I'll riot. I will yeah. march on Carissa <laughs> Field if they do Cleveland baseball team. I just, but anyway, I, I, yeah. we don't need to get into uh, 
Indians name changes again. Well, it doesn't matter because apparently the Dolans don't want to change the name. Oh until God! Yeah, we could talk about that yeah. tonight. What My a God. little bomb they dropped on everybody! I mean, <laughs> like, I'm telling. Why are you doing that? Because they're getting I, ready to sell. I think I think they're trying to sell the team, and they and they're going to give as a selling point. They're going to allow the new owner to pick to, the name of the to team. rebrand it. It's yeah. either that or they'll just go down to Tennessee. They'll take yeah. the team to Tennessee. Tennessee, Nashville. That's where Nashville's they, trying oh, to get the baseball. They, he's got a ton of ties so down there. So here's the thing. Oh, that would what? Be, that would be a disaster. The Dolans have ties down to Tennessee. That would be an absolute disaster. So yeah, but they're from Cleveland. Could you imagine if you're from Cleveland? And you, like 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 that, Odell that, moved that, to Browns. He's not, would, he wasn't from. Cleveland. I would hope that what's his name vetoes that somehow. Like that's Manfred. Do you think Manfred would ever make a logical decision? Do you think that there would be? I think there's a better fan base in Cleveland than in Nashville. I mean, they'd have the or the bump from like being a new team, but man, that's yeah, I, no history there. Well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing that scares me. Their lease with the city is up in two years, and it hasn't been renewed. Uh-huh. So hopefully uh, someone wants to invest in the team here because that's yeah. disastrous. Uh, Dan Gilbert, um, I know you're you know not doing well right now, but you're worth fifty billion dollars, and you've divested all of your casino uh, businesses, which means you can buy the Indians now. So hey, why don't yeah. you do that? Yeah, buy the Indians. Yeah, I'll be fine with it. Yeah, but yeah, there's right. it's some strange time with the Indian strange times with the Indians right now. I, I there's a lot of uncertainty around the club. But uh, but yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Check out our website lotlpodcast.com, where you can find all of our embedded links to our episodes. And uh, that's gonna do it. So uh, also uh, shout out to our guest last week, uh, Shadi uh, Ayub. 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 Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yep. From the Nine Six One Collective. Uh, if you haven't checked them out, check them out. Um, uh, on their social media pages, like on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then uh, check out the northwest.com for some cool pillows and throws that you're going to see on our social media pages. Uh, we got some in, and we're, we took some pictures. Got some swag. And uh, if you use the promo code LOTL on your order, you will get 25% off. So and do right it. now there's currently a giveaway at the Northwest social media pages, oh, I Instagram saw that, yeah. and Facebook. You can Check win up to $200 worth of NCAA uh, products. So that's pretty cool. Did you say giveaway? Giveaway. <laughs> I think all you, have free, to do free, is, free. all you have to do is pick. You just have to comment on the post and say who you think is going to be in the tournament final yeah. and yeah, who you p- think is going to win teams, and the score. Pick the teams, a winner, and the score. And that's yeah. all you got to do. You can win $200 worth of product. So go do all it. Right. Why not? Cool. Awesome. Maybe we'll reshare that. Well, uh, it was just us this week. No guests. We won't be having some guests in the future, but stay tuned for that. Oh yeah, we'll announce the guests we have next week. So I forgot we had a, we yeah. had a guest next week. Yeah. Steep Just pay attention. <laughs> yeah. And a, still, we got the heavyweight champ. Yep, it's a cool guest. Coming. We have a really cool guest next, next oh, cool. week. Oh, we have Steep awesome. coming. All right. Well, for Jordan, Jimmy, and Ryan, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land. This was episode 153, and we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Oh.